welcome to the Birdhouse podcast, where we talk about how to build a business, how to become a better version of ourselves, while we strive to fly up to the higher skies. My name is Alexander Guller, the CEO of the Birdhouse Agency, and I'm your host for this podcast. Welcome to the Birdhouse. Welcome to the Birdhouse podcast. My name is Alexander Guller, and today with me, I have Stephen Wynn. Hello, Stephen. Yo, yo. It's good to see you again. Different location than usual. (laughs) Yeah. And it's going quite well for you. You have been seeing a dietist and now you have lost about seven pounds. Mm -hmm. So good for you. What was some of the things that you have changed through that diet? Um, Getting the proper vitamins for my body and uh, eating the proper foods. I think it's number one and two things because... I think I just need to also turn my metabolism on earlier in the day because of my pain syndrome. It just doesn't turn on. So I'm not running those calories each day. And so getting on a diet that I'm actually eating good food um, consistently throughout the day is keeping my metabolism on, which is also burning more calories. Oh, yeah. Cool. Cool, cool. Uh, you explained earlier that it was a bit, bit more high protein, low carbs. Mm-hmm. What the, did you give any explanation on why that was the case that you should do? Uh, one, carbs are super bad for like just weight in general. Um, mm-hmm. But there's bad carbs and good carbs. Good carbs comes from like the vegetables and all of that. But we eat so much just bread in our diet. That's I think that's just one of the key things that I've cut out bread and sugar. And um, so like the I'm not eating a ton of like dessert. I'm not, um, and I'm just eating different portions of things. And so like, I'll be for like, instead of getting like a 16 ounce steak, I can only get like an eight or 10 ounce, um, for like the protein that I need. Um, and then I'll get like a salad on the side instead of bread or mac and cheese or whatever. Mm. Now, whenever I get to the weight that I want, I'll start adding that back in because I can't live without mac and cheese for too long. Um, (laughs) uh if you ask my girlfriend that's like one of my favorite foods ever period (laughs) the end um but i just think it's been really good with um running a calorie deficit and um getting the proper what my body actually needs to run and burn and just feel better sounds good sounds good i'm I'm glad for you it's quite a quite an achievement to lose some weight Mm -hmm. uh yeah so mac and cheese is one of your favorite foods that you can't live without do you mm-hmm. have anything any other recipes that you really um do? the only other really two things i've been craving are donuts and cinnamon rolls okay well if you talk about bad cops those two oh, those are, are awful awful but Straight like awful. those are the like two things that for some reason like I crave. I don't know why. It's I've always been I I guess I always get donuts probably once a week just for myself. I'll get a donut or two on Sunday morning with my chai or whatever. Um and cinnamon rolls are just fabulous. Well, I don't need that many donuts, but I'm I'm sure that once a week you get that's not good. So I think that's uh, yeah. that's probably one of the reasons why I've lost m- much weight. <laughs> if I have to be exactly yeah. honest. Well, sorry. 
Uh, uh, well, I'm, I'm right next to McDonald's before, so I can't really complain. <laughs> so I'm yeah. not even that. I'm not that healthy though, right now at least. But you're also a lot more active than I am, so it doesn't matter as many bad calories as good calories that you get in. I suppose, I suppose a bit. Um, but uh, yeah, and I'm I'm getting some proper cardio for the time being, and and so on. So I, I'm. I'm doing okay. I yeah. think could be, be do better. I would also like to lose a, a few more pounds, yeah, um, or kilograms, as I know. Um, or switch it, switch it from muscle to uh, from fat yeah, to muscle. Yeah, yeah, from fat to muscle. Yeah, I think that's that's the more important. Um, mm. Right, like right now, I weigh about around one hundred and eight kilograms. I don't know how many pounds that exactly is, but like yeah. two fifty maybe. Uh, 250 i think let's see that's yeah 240 240 okay um, yeah yeah so i would like to get under about oh i would like to get under 100 but that's also quite low yeah but, if i was still active i would like to be around 230 with like the amount of muscle that i have but since i'm not being active i'm trying to get 195 um, yeah just because yeah. i'm not doing sports and so i got a lot more fat to muscle ratio than i would like yeah like uh we well the, the place where i work out uh, we have like um, a body tester uh where you can make tests on your body with about how much fat you have and mm. how much the fat percentage is and muscle percentage and muscle mass and so on and like i, I work with um I, you can't really call them skinny anymore but i suppose you can um well i'm I'm more of a big brownie guy so um my muscle mass is higher than his total mass so i yeah. think i just think that's quite funny that's awesome yeah the, um it's quite funny because like underneath i went to the dietitian and underneath he was like you still have like more lean muscle than most like athletes your age and i was oh, like that's cool i, was, I just have an extra you. about 10 or 15 kilograms on my belly that then i need <laughs> all right like that's a, a local joke for for the people where, where i go to um uh which is like i don't have 15 pound uh kilograms of weight i, I have the, the extra sandbags i have the extra water bags and like i only have it's only it's only water weight it's not only water, like nothing. It's just for when you run. It's only water. <laughs> I just need to get um, about eight eight liters of water off. Then we're yeah. good. But when we are quite good, yes, yes, that is very important. Yeah, which is about four gallons, which is about thirty pounds or fifteen kilograms. You can easily tell me that. I do not know. I do not know. If that's it's why. Too, that's so why I just I'll made the. That's why I just made the liter to gallon ish ratio because it's a little bit yeah. different. And then the ish yeah. ratio for actually it's one point five, not quite two. But anyway. But 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 like, the, the, why why don't you guys use the metric system? Like it's so easy. It's so much America, frick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why because everything that we originally based stuff on was imperial and so um now we're just continuing on that thing even though most of our vehicles already have the uh kilometers per hour as like the secondary 
number on there so i can say okay i'm going 60 miles an hour oh i'm going about 100 kilometers an hour mm-hmm. um and everything has both of them it's just we still use miles and all that why yeah and I, I we're, we're one of two countries that do it yeah yeah because like it's not really because we are that many people that actually do it like it's no two two countries of course america is quite a big yeah, and then it's like it's like Lithuania or something. But but it's just so, so easy with the metric. Like everything is just divided by ten, one hundred, a thousand, so much, and, and so on. It's so so easy. <laughs> yeah, sorry. There's three countries that officially use it. Um, let's see. Uh, oh come on. Allow. Don't care. Um. Libria and um, I'm gonna completely botch this name. Uh, Mininar. Mininar. M M Y A N M A R. I don't think I know that country. Uh, it's just south of China, um, north of like, um, or sorry, east of India, just kind of in that little mm. peninsula there. Um, no, but yeah, please. so it's us, one country in Africa, one country in Asia, and then the UK is mixed. And that is it. Also, Canada should be mixed because they do use both, but yeah. um, just because America, <laughs> they're kind of surrounded America. by America. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it's like, I, I don't understand it. I love the uh, metric system much better than the Imperial. It makes so much more sense. It makes so much more sense. Like, it's just dividing stuff, like, really. <laughs> yeah. Granted, I also think that we should be on a 12-digit um, basis instead of a 10-digit basis, but that's a whole nother conversation. Uh, 10, 10-digit? So, so, like... We count from one uh, zero to nine, and then we reset at mm-hmm. ten to nineteen, and reset. But instead, yeah. it'd be going from zero to. Um, oh, let me. I'm trying to think of what the there are people that still use the twelve, and I'm trying to think about what the official two extra digits are. Um, but there's twelve digits, and then it recycles. So at the thirteenth, so one to twelve, and then at the thirteenth, it cycles back to the one. So then the 13th digit would be the 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. And then it would be like um, 10 elf. And then I think I can't remember what the 12th digit name is, but one of them is Mm. elf. And then the other is something else. But um, it makes the stuff super easy to divide by three and four instead of just super easy to divide by two and five. Um, Yeah. And so because it'd be two, three, and four that you can divide by super, super easy, um, which is a lot more useful than a f- dividing by five. Yeah, yeah, I got that, I got that. I don't know how it would actually work. It'd be really hard to teach old, like anyone that's used to t- 10, base 10 to change it to a base 12. Yeah, I, I, and I think that's probably why we don't do it. I yeah. don't know. Um, it's just like for some reason our clock system is a base sixty. 
um and yeah. that's and that's just because somebody thought it'd be cool to run the math through a base 60 number and then they evenly divided that and then justified it so on and so forth but that's why our clocks are 60 for each minute each um hour um and all of that and and also like if you go uh, when you measure angles it's also 360 for all, yeah. all around and was yeah. like why yeah that... sometimes it's sorry or that is because of how a degree was originally defined um mm. which again this is huge math theory but just how it originally was defined made it exactly 360 and the math worked out a ton better for a 360 degree circle than it would for a 100 degree circle mm. um and yeah so that's math theory that I don't want to get into because, but um, yeah, but originally when it was just figured out that it was just, again, the original, like what they based it on, it just worked out better that way. And the math worked out better for the 360. Mm. It's just like oh. for clocks, it worked out better for 60. Yeah. Mm, I actually did not know that. Well, uh, and as you know, uh, in school, I was also taught in chemistry and physics. Mm. So therefore, like when we talk about the metric system, I'm quite used to thinking about what measurement you want to use mm. in it. And, and, and it's so much easier when it's just divided by 10, 20, uh, 10 100, 1,000, 1 million, 1, yeah. 1 billion and, and, and so on. 100%. So much easier. Like then you don't have to do things by like the constants aren't like 9.8 or yeah. things like that and you're just like it's just it's weird yeah and you don't have to either. usually what i would do for physics is convert everything to the metric system do all the math and then convert it back to the imperial system for the answer because mm -hmm. it was just easier for me to think about it uh, i used to have all the different ratios of okay this is exactly how much like a kilometer to mile is it's exactly how much a foot is to a meter um or because i know a yard to meter meter also pretty easily um so i used to just be able to do all of that just like that mm. useful and I, I never put in in the work to memorize those well you don't use it I every day <laughs> you don't use it every day I yeah i never had to fuck you well <laughs> it's it's really funny when you're working on like cars because you have to have a uh sa se and then metric um which is just standard imperial units and then the metric units because even like general motors who owns like ford and all or sorry they own chevy but even for they use millimeter sockets um but some some of the places it's millimeters and some of the places it's, it's like here's a eighth inch um yeah. bolt and you're like why i just want to use the 10 millimeter the 12 the 14 the 16 and the 8 that's that's the set that i'd rather have than have to have the three-fourths the half the quarter the five-eighths the um 11 sixteenths to fit on there and you're just like why yeah yeah like it's so stupid that's and and the thing about we are quite global as a species now nowadays we talk with with everybody from the globe uh like you come from america i come from denmark 
and we still talk. Mm. So therefore, it would be quite useful for everybody if we, we would, we're, if we were to agree on what metric we would use forward. And like everyone some, else, but the US is kind of like we agree, and the US yeah. is just like screw all of you. <laughs> the US is also like fuck you. I want to be independent. Yeah. <laughs> fuck but you. like I do understand, like for the Fahrenheit, um, it's based on like the body temperature the zero degrees is like where you really have to like start being conscientious about how like when water freezes and how long you are outside so like the zero degrees fahrenheit is where it really starts to hurt your body without any ex external help and same with 100 degrees and up it's where like your body starts to get damaged without having some kind of cooling system or some kind of something to help you decrease your body temperature um, I don't know if you know it, but do you know what zero degrees Fahrenheit is in zero degrees Celsius? Because yeah. as far as my understanding with zero, 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 and thirty-seven to one hundred. Yeah, it's negative seventeen. Uh, negative negative 17, seventeen, negative eighteen. Um, okay. But it is funny that the matching point for Fahrenheit and Celsius is negative forty exact. So if yeah. you convert um, Celsius to Fahrenheit at negative 40, it's the exact same. I actually did not know that. Sorry. You're good. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I did not know that. Yeah. But I also understand, like, it's hard to change different things, which including, like, in business or in life, like, change is just difficult in general. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like for me it's like I don't know where what I'm doing quite yet and so I'm trying to change what I'm doing. I've changed my mindset. Now I'm trying to uh, make the life that I want. And I I've been my own business owner. I've worked for companies. I've done sales. Like I'm just trying to see where I fit in because like right now I don't necessarily think that like I'd be a great business owner without a team around me. Cuz like I can do contract work like fine great whatever but um like just what i've learned is like i need a team like around me and i just haven't been able to find that so for me it's like i'm going to be transitioning back from contractor being my own business owner to more of the corporate world because of that and that's not an easy change um and it's like even just fitting in this podcast each week that was a hard change for both of us because it's just yeah. it's very it's also hard because we're not on the same time uh like it's an eight hour eight hour time difference um yeah yeah eight hour um eight hour. and so it's like whenever i say oh let's meet at 8 a.m for you that's let's meet at four um and so it's just it's difficult because we're literally on the opposite side of the world or whenever we talk about hey let's talk about like the metrics that isn't just like a standard like people or things like that when we talk about imperial miles like uh miles to kilometers like that's not an easy change to really think about quickly in your head if you're not used to it um and same of like i'm gonna do a diet it's really hard to change like i have to literally change like where i go for food because I can't eat McDonald's, um, but I can go to like Wendy's and I can get a salad if I'm on the run. Um, 
So it's just really hard to do any kind of change in your life without doing like the macro change, which is what we talked about last week with Atomic Habits. Mm. And I and I think I also think it's like the cultural differences. Mm-hmm. Like like um, my brother uh, has a girlfriend who lives about who lives about fifteen minutes away. Like and of course uh, they they have been together for a long time. And I I can still remember like even though we live in the same country, even when though we live in like fifteen twenty minutes uh of the mm-hmm. same uh, to each other like some of the cultural differences like some of the words that we use to words what the words that we speak means mm-hmm. and also and all and also just like how to set up the everyday life is so so much different yeah so so, so for us to do it in like in in denmark and in america we both have to really prioritize to do it we have and to we have I'm, to clarify I'm, a lot what something means. Yeah, exactly, and, and I'm really glad that we uh, got together to do it. Um, but but like it's quite hard to do it uh, all, with all the differences, and yeah. and and yeah, and and that's also that leads to a point which is change is hard. Mm-hmm. Like we are we are habitual animals. We we like what we know. We, we our habits. And and that's also where the quote of, of I can't remember who it is from, uh, but the quote um, the burdens of our habits are not felt until they uh, are not felt until until they are too heavy to lift off. Mm-hmm. The, um, yeah, the burdens. Uh, yeah, basically saying like the weight of your burdens, like you don't notice it until you can't deal with it. Yeah. Until you can change it, yeah, yeah, um, and and so on. I think I think mess, messed up the words, but I'm yep. glad you understand the meaning. Yeah, I uh, I just I know the saying you're doing, and I can't think of the exact phrase that they used, but I'd said what the meaning was. Um, yeah, and yeah, that's very true. Like whether that's physical or emotional, like you don't notice that holding this cup up is hard until you hold it for five minutes up in the air. Like, if I did this for the whole time, like, my arm will be burning by the end of this. And this has maybe a couple ounces, like, of water in it. Like, not much. Ounces. Such a stupid ass. (laughs) (laughs) I would use, uh, like, can of soda, but our sizes of cans of soda are also different. Oh, Oh my god, why? Because America's bigger like if you ask for a large in uh denmark at mcdonald's you're probably going to get our smaller medium size oh yeah yeah like we have half a liter which is the uh, most places big so but but yeah so is this like about the size of your large Uh, or a little bit yeah this is our size of our small uh, yeah, okay. Right. I actually have it like. Yeah, this. that's is that your large? Yeah. Yeah, that's our small. Yeah. Wow. And so, um, like, it's just things like that where I would use like, oh, we have this much of your like a regular can of soda, but your cans of soda are like I don't know six ounces instead of ten ounces. 
but like this only has about yay much a little little over a shot of um water in it hmm like two Fun. shots maybe um and so it's just like cool holding that for 20 30 minutes is going to be probably some of the worst like pain a lot of people felt in their arms because they're not used to exercising it yeah and like it's it's 10 minutes is also like 600 seconds mm. so like at at the end it's going to be tough yeah like uh, it's also like with the plank i can easily hold 10 seconds but 600 seconds i'm going to be yeah i used to i used to be able to hold a plank for 30 minutes i can't i can barely hold it for about three minutes now i i had ridiculously strong abs planks were my favorite thing to do really i really i hated abs yeah um like i love doing like the bicycle where um you do that that was like that and planks were like my favorite thing funny story about um doing like an ab workout so i dislocated my elbow my freshman year um like a couple days after i got my cast off there we had a push-up contest in our um our pe class or our weights class um and how we did the push-up contest was we we got all in a bunch of circles and one person would do a push-up and then you would hold like the push-up stance well the next person did push-up next person next person then you do two push-ups three push-ups so on and so forth um and i made it to the final three even after a not fully like developed like my like i legit could barely bend this still and so like as i was doing it i was leaning on my left hand more than my right but i was i did like almost 275 300 push-ups in a row um it was i was just like and i saw the other guys they were cross-country runners they were skinny skinny people um and i'm over here like i'm a built person and i was like i just i'm out i'm not going to be able to get as many as them even like i'm injured and i'm about 50 80 pounds heavier than they are and so i was just like yeah no i'm good (laughs) yeah it's fine it's fine like i'll i'll outlift you i'm not gonna out push up you I'll, Uh, i'll deadlift 500 pounds 250 kilograms like I'd rather do that than do another 150 push-ups with you and lose still. But, but I also think it's like quite funny because Bilan is a very international place because mm-hmm. we have Lego. We have the second largest airport in the whole Denmark. Yeah. And we have actually just built a Lego about... set on Saturday oh, or yeah. Friday. Sorry? I just built a Lego set on Friday. Uh, I've oh, been having it cool. sitting in my room. Cool. Lego is such oh, so fun. I love it. I wish yeah. I had more money to spend on it. Oh yeah, and it's such a fetish in so so many people's lives. I will it's have a so room cool. dedicated to Star yeah. Wars Legos. Uh, actually, like uh, I had a friend over for like last week, and um, and he he just bought lego star wars on computer and so uh, we're going out of town but b- f- while we're waiting we're waiting for the other guests we played that and was 
It was just so nostalgic. The complete like, collection one. Yeah, the complete. It better be that yeah. one because that one's the best. That I'm definitely... I'm a hundred. I actually just started playing that this last week. Funny enough, um, cool. I I'm trying a hundred percent it, and I'm on like seventy five percent right now. Oh, cool, cool, cool! It's such a great game, though. And I was like just so nostalgic. Like I yeah. can remember everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um i just i was playing sorry funny we're going on the video game tangent here um i last night i was helping out at youth group with my girlfriend and they have a wii there and we were playing wii sports um and i was playing bowling um and the kid like there are two people around my age and then there was a high schooler playing it um and we we're doing bowling and like both of us just had like muscle memory of like how to do it um like yeah. we, i wasn't even like trying at all like i would just be like i wouldn't even look i just was like okay about okay that feels right and do that and i would just have a conversation and like barely look at the screen and i would get strikes and spares pretty much every time um like one time i literally walked across the room to talk to the youth leader and um there's a uh, guy named kevin and he comes up and goes hey it's your turn i was like okay i'll give me a second and as we were talking like i just casually am doing it and i got a strike and they were just like how the kid was just like how and i was like i've played hundreds of hours of wii sports like there is like probably a few people like if i actually tried that could beat me at bowling <laughs> But, but but that's that's the thing like the muscle memory um mm -hmm. and i haven't played it in probably six or eight years and yeah, i still I mean, have the memory of oh this is exactly how many clicks i go over this is exactly how much i turn my hand at the end yeah but, but the point i want to get to is like with muscle memory um i, I think that's such a great point because it really shows how important it is to involve our bodies mm-hmm and and like people think we only think with our minds but like the body is such an unnecessary thing like everything's in in the body yeah uh, also like when you're selling the the body language the, the words that you use it's not like okay i think i should use the word i i think i should use the word am i think i should use the word nice and so mm -hmm. on it comes out because you have stored the information inside your body, in, inside your routines that's inside your body. Yeah. And so on. And 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 then you, as much as you go on and use your body more and more, it, it just resides in, in the body so you can pull it out whenever you need it. Yeah. Have you ever and, seen and, the movie Tommy Boy? No. Um. So... On this point, um, it was two young salespeople about our age. Uh, one of them was, it was they're trying to resell something called Callahan parts, um, brake pads, and they had to sell half a million units in a week. Um, and so they were going to different places. And one of the guys was just trying to use the traditional, here's the facts, rather than like trying to do a relational of being like, okay, we have a carbon fiber thing, uh, our brakes can, uh, do this we have the best thing um, and then the other guy was just making a fool of himself um, and it's with that it goes for him his way that he sells is he connects on a personal level so he would get in the door 
and then the other guy would say, okay, here are what the specs of the products are, then how they can help you. And the other guy was like, oh, like imagine having a guarantee on the box or imagine it's like chicken nuggets in the way that I want to eat it. So I want like do this or that. And so with like within the muscle memory, it's you have a fun muscle memory as well when you're selling. Um, and there's ways that you can get around that, but it's just repetition, repetition of knowing the facts, getting a fun relationship, knowing how to do that because you've done it before. Mm, yeah. 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 And, and, and like the relationship method, so to speak, is so much better. Mm. You're going to get and, much and, longer term sales than going, oh, here's the exact specs, sell it versus saying, yeah. hey, How's your kids? How was your weekend? Did you have a good ski trip? Um, just connecting them on levels of being like, oh yeah, I had a really fun time skiing. I was, I did a couple of uh, single black diamonds. Like that was the max skill like that I can. What can you ski? Like getting that personal connection with them. Yeah, and and, and like uh, if if we talk about Microsoft and 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 Apple, I think. What uh, some of the things that I always think about in, when we talk about this is Microsoft, Microsoft and Apple, because like Microsoft have have so many great products, but they they sell on the specific perks and and so on. Mm-hmm. Like with Word, you can write this much and this much. With Excel, you can make a really nice spreadsheet. Instead of a, it's 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 so much technical, so much mm-hmm. things you have to. Focus and that's on. why it's used but, in the business world, yeah. so much. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like it, it's great, great products. But the thing is, if you have to connect to a, a buyer, the way that Apple does it is way, more, way better because it's more emotional. It's more like an identity. You're buying it, into a culture <laughs> rather than buying yeah. a product. Yeah, exactly. I, I really like that. Uh, buying into a culture. I really love that phrase. Yeah. Um, um, and that's like when you follow Gary Vee or Jason Capital or grant cardone like you're getting into that culture rather than like the specific information that they have like they also they have great information but you can go get that at any local bookstore the information that they have yeah and and and, like there's so much information and so many ways to look at the world but if you learn to understand it through somebody else's lenses if you can do that, you you get you expand your your mind. You you get way mm-hmm. more clever because you understand how they think and what how that type of thinking helps you with solving the problems. Yeah. And so on. It's just like an expert salesperson would look at like if we're doing a video camera of things that are around, and if they know like who like this YouTuber is, they would try to make a connection on that, or they would be like, oh, I like the art on the wall. Where'd you get it? I like that. There's like it's a very out there art deco or not art deco because it's not symmetric but like very freestyle art behind you um and they would try to use that as a connection because like the reason why your parents bought that is they enjoyed it for the culture um and what culture they wanted around them like for me i like putting this here because i'm a fun person um like i still have a connection to how i am as a kid like that's something that like if somebody's selling to me that they would pull on yeah, and like definitely. for me, like I'm looking at your background. I'm like, you probably, you probably didn't choose that because that's just not what your style is. We're talking about. I, I would not pick that exactly. <laughs> no. 
And so I'm like, you're probably in somebody else's house or a different, like than usual. But like, when I look at like your room, I'm like, Oh, what's on the walls makes sense for like your generation. And so how do I connect with that? Uh, which is called uncommon connections rather than just how's the weather outside. It's pretty sunny or whatever, or how the sports team, local sports team do or whatever. Um, it's just getting that uncommon connection. Hmm. Uncommon connection sounds that's so, sounds so fancy. I like and, it. But that's how you do relational um, selling. The guy I used to work for or work with, um, his name's Chris. He is the best relational seller that I've ever met. He can walk into a building and go um, and know everyone who their kids are, what sports they're doing, what vacation they took a month and a half ago or three years ago within like 30 minutes and then the next time like you're there he's spending 45 minutes saying hi to the decision makers the receptionist the mechanic in the back the janitor like somehow he makes like i it's uh, hilarious to watch him work because i'm like how i want to learn that because i'm like i yes i'm the relational but like i'm more like the decision maker and the receptionist like that's kind of where the level i am but he's like he can connect with everyone in the company like that and then he memorizes it too so he's like patty how's your uh i know that you took your dog to the vet last week how'd that go or whatever yeah yeah and, and also like it, it's it gets more personal because yeah. oh shit this new guy that i do not know he actually went to talk to me and i told him something that was quite personal but he also remembered it mm -hmm. and 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 that's the the, the thing about relationships if you remember the personal stuff, like people love you, yeah, so so, so fast, and and whenever it's all that go, also go, goes back to the in group and out group uh, preferences. Like wh whenever you're an in group, you have a preferential, uh, you you prefer those guys and would love to make favors to those guys and so on. Mm -hmm. And like if if they are on a personal level, they remember that you took your dog to the vet. You are in, in that in group. Yeah, it's and, you and, break and, right past that barrier. Um, yeah, and 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 when do that, you know, like with the receptionist. If I, if I go and to the receptionist and I have a favor, if I have such a good relationship with that that person, I can go. Hey, nice to see you. Small talk, uh, small talk. Um, I'm here to see your boss. Do do you think you have time, or maybe we can get him down here? Yeah, because she likes me. It's going to be, well, he's a bit busy, but I'll see what I can do. Yeah. And, and with that, it's because what is the gate? What is a gatekeeper there? A receptionist there? It's to stop salespeople from bothering yeah. the decision makers. So you have to provide yeah. some kind of value to her to, for you to get to Joe or to get to Bob or whoever your boss is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, uh, and I, 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 I just think that that's a a thing that that most salespeople don't understand. They mm -hmm. try to sell the product, product, but you should always get the relationship yeah. first. Have fun with the person, and so on. Yeah, like for us, we we enjoy talking about literally pretty much anything from video games to business to relationships to who knows what. Um, mm diet and vitamins and so yeah. on i could talk i could do a whole podcast about D, &D like <laughs> you play in D, &D? hey 
I play it like twice a week, dude. I have I have a cup. Actually, let me see if I can do this without. I have this very carefully balanced to fit my whole dice bag in here. Um, oh yeah, I can do it. I've stacked this very carefully. My like my girlfriend got me a set of metal dice. Actually, they're kind of really sick. Um, Oh, yeah so they got um like dragons uh, around the numbers and so and like it's i love metal dice and this is also a hollow one because i have a set of like pure metal dice and it's they're very heavy and like as soon as you roll it it like stops immediately but this acts a little bit more like a plastic ball so it's a lot more random chance around it than a pure metal one yeah okay like I could talk about the physics behind a dice and what makes dice unweighted and just everything around that. Um, I mean, that I cannot talk about, but I can talk about D and D for a good time. Yeah. So it's just like that. It's that's a connection that we have, and it's something that like the experience that we've collected between that we could have a conversation on that. We could bring that as an example to others. Like we use sports examples. We use business examples. Like. We know that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and I also think when we talk about the sports example and business examples, it's also using metaphors is a strong persuasion trick to make people, um, not, maybe not persuasion, uh, so to speak, but it helps people understand. Yeah, but it, it really is, though. You're using it to yeah. persuade. It's storytelling. It's relationships. Because mm. do you connect more to somebody that says, Oh, there's a one in twelve chance that this does this, but there's not really that because there's a little bit extra um, material carved out on this side versus um, this side. Um, so there's actually a one in uh, one in fifteen chance that the nines rolled instead of the twelve. Like just different things like that. Where um, like, would you rather have somebody do that or go, hey? I use this in a D and D game, and it saved me many time, many of like the lives as my character. Um, like, would you rather do that or be like, oh, like this isn't a perfectly weighted dice, but here's why it's good for you? Yeah, telling the story is the most important thing. Yeah, and 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 also like whenever you look throughout the history, story is what connects us. Mm-hmm. Storytelling is what, what connects us. Like, if you look at the Bible, if you look at the Korean, if you look at uh, everything, it's storytelling. Movies, mm-hmm. books, everything is about storytelling. Yeah, because that's how we connect on a level yeah. beyond. That's the emotional connection that we have versus other species. It's stories and remembering and conscience and feeling and all of that. Yeah. And and also like the 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 more specific purpose for telling stories is, if I come into a situation, I can t- talk to you about how you you can handle that same situation, mm-hmm. and that's actually also movies and so on. But the the movies and and mythological stories is like the meta version of that situation. Mm-hmm. So whenever you are in a situation, you have to play the evil. Yeah, become a better version it's, of yourself. All this is good versus evil in any movie. Even if you're only dealing with good characters or only dealing yeah. with bad characters, there's some kind of conflict or strife where you're gonna choose one side or the other. Like the yeah. Dragon S and P, it depends on who you watch, who the good guys and bad guys are. 
it's all yeah. relative to where you go yeah and and like the more sophisticated the movie is the more the those struggles are in the same person mm-hmm. like it's like, just like Tony Stark kill. yeah because I think you should elaborate but uh, yeah um the reason I say that is because he was a rich playboy that did not care about anything and then he his whole battle throughout his thing is okay and now i created weapons of mass destruction how do i right that wrong um mm. and that internal conflict between leadership between like him and steve rogers steve rogers is a goody two-shoe to a fault um but also uh iron man like he like he makes huge mistakes himself that cost the world millions of lives. And how do you live with that? How do you, um, and each like movie you see him progress of like, okay, I see this threat. How do I modify my technology? Like in Endgame, like before, um, before that he wasn't able to take Thor's lightning and turn that into a power, but by end, like by infinity war, he was able to use that in a battle. Uh, and mm. so it's just an internal conflict between him and the other Avengers because he has a different view of how he like went about things. Steve Rogers literally grew up in a different century than Iron Man. Oh, yeah. And so there's a ton of conflict there. Is either of them right? I don't know. I always lean towards Iron Man because that's how who I identify best with rather than Same. Steve Rogers because I'm not a goody two shoot to a fault. I was never the underdog. Like that wasn't like where I connected to him, but a lot of people did around that. Yeah, and and, and also like with the children and superhero movies, it's also more more clear who the heroes are and who the bad guys are. Mm-hmm. And and the reason for that is it has to be has to be quite clear. And and, and yeah. Yeah, it's like for uh, but you also yeah but you also have to include some of the internal struggles. Yes, mm-hmm. um, and and I think the more sophisticated the person becomes, the the more choices they have to fight against them uh, yeah. inside them. And again, and so that's on. why people don't like Superman as much. He's too perfect. His only weakness mm-hmm. is kryptonite. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's actually how it started out. Without in the beginning, like he he didn't have kryptonite. The reason, they, and and the, the the comic book guys were like, "Oh shit, we're not selling Superman anymore. How the fuck did we do? What 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 did we mess up?" Um, and then they kind of included kryptonite because they wanted people to have something people to relate to Superman with, mm-hmm. and and so on. And and, and that's also like. Uh, Mrs. Marvel, uh, I think she's called, you know, Captain Marvel. Awesome. Captain Marvel, yeah, thanks. And I don't really relate to her. As far as no. I know, I don't, she don't have any, like, weaknesses. Like, and the only, like, reason a lot of people relate is because she has that, I guess, that feminine, strong struggle. Like, for me, I don't connect with that. But my girlfriend was like, yeah. oh, I like her as a character because she connects with that more. But I'm like... I don't really see that struggle. It's just annoying that she comes in and she's a Superman character. Where's yeah. like, where's her flaws? Like her only flaws is her emotion. Like she can breathe in space. Like she can breathe in space. She can fly. She can shoot things out of her eyes. She can destroy massive ships. Like, yeah. but she can't beat Thanos. Why? Yeah. It's so, 
that's where the logic jumps off yeah. and so on. And so it's just but, where's that connection? It's not there. Yeah, it really isn't. Okay, so, let's let's do a fun game. Sure. So usually, usually we do the speaker, influencer, or um, movie. Um, but today, because yesterday was Valentine's Day, we're gonna have a little special edition. It's is this a love song or is this a contemporary Christian song? Okay. And you're not gonna know. I I know a lot more of these. Um, yeah, I think so but, too. But a lot of these are going to surprise you. Let me, I'm going to use an example if it's not, um, oh, nope, it's here. Um, so I can't even use the example that I love using. Um, but we'll do that as our first question. Um, so first question is, is this a love song or a contemporary worship song? A sloppy wet kiss and my heart turns violently inside of my chest. I don't hope that's a contemporary Christian song, so I think it was a love song. It's a Christian song. What the fuck? Um, they they switched it to an unforeseen kiss because they started singing it at like youth camps and whatnot. And a sloppy wet kiss is not something you want a bunch of middle schoolers saying. Um, so or, so it was like loves like a while. hurricane. It was like um, so it was. It's just it's actually an amazing song. I love this song but I always sing it this way because I think it's hilarious. The original way it was written. Um, okay. Next, next song. Next song. Yeah. Sorry. I have to, every time I click, if it's one or the other, cause I'll be playing with you. Cause some of these, I don't know. Um, and it plays the video afterwards. Um, so I got to skip that. Okay. I think I love you, but I want to know for sure. Come on, hold me tight. I love you. Christian song. Love song. And it is, yes, it is a love song. It's called Wild Thing by the Trongs. Trogs. Trogs. T R O G G S. <laughs> okay. Uh, capture my heart again. Your love is um, extravagant. Your friendship, it is, it is intimate. Christian song. I'm going contemporary worship song as well. That is correct. Casting crowns. <laughs> uh, as I feel your touch, bring a freedom uh, to all that's within. Uh, I would say that it's a Christian song again. I'm going to say love song. No, it is a Christian song. Yeah. Uh, I, it's not showing me which one it is. Get wrecked. Wrecked. <laughs> Get wrecked, noob. Okay, lay back against you and breathe. Hear your heartbeat. This love is so deep, it's more than I can stand. That love better song. be a love song. Yeah, that better be. No, that's a Christian song. What is those Christian authors? It's uh, The More I Seek You by Carrie Job. Oh my! Yeah, some of these I can't even believe. Uh, I can I can feel you breathe. It's washing over me. Suddenly I'm melting into you. Uh, love song. I'm going love song as well, and that is correct. 
Uh, Breathe by Faith Hill is that song. Okay. We're going all the way, and the wonder of it all is that I'm living just to fall more in love with you. Christian song. That is correct. Uh, yeah. Deliver us no. deeper. Um, come on, please stop playing the videos. Um, okay, your love is one in a million, and it goes on and on and on. You give me a really uh, good feeling all day long. Love song. That is correct. Um, also, saying somebody's one in a million is not really that great of a compliment because there's seven, 7,700 people that are very similar to you. Okay, next one. My first, my last, my everything. And the answer to all my dreams. What, can I say that again? My first, my last, my everything, and the answer to all my dreams. Christian song. That is a love song. By Barry White. My first, my last, my everything is the name of it. <laughs> oh. I haven't heard that one. Um, your voice is like what, what century are those love songs from? Just, just let to be me, clear, let me pull this up and see. Um, this one was published in 2010, or at least like on YouTube in 2010. I don't know if when it was actually published, hmm. but um, okay, your voice is warm and tender, a love that I could not forsake. I'm saying worship. Worship. That is a love song. Um, and I don't know what song it's from because it says video unavailable. Hmm. How many left? That's it. That's ten. Oh wow. Yeah. So well, you got what? Probably seven out of ten. Six out of ten. I think five to six. Yeah. Yeah, I think it had about the same. But yeah, so take that as you okay. wish. <laughs> that was that was a more tough one, I, I would say. Yeah, um, I think it's just funny because it's like, yes, I understand that like God's love is like a relationship and all of that. But at the same time, the way that people describe it sometimes, I'm like, taking that out of context is weird. Yes. And yes, you want to know something that makes any sentence you say creepy so you can say you can say hey i hope you all have a good day and you guys have a safe travels back ladies if you just like lower your voice and slow it down and say ladies at the end of any song or any like any sentence you can go i enjoyed the food tonight ladies Oh, that's okay. Yeah, N now I get you. Now I get you. This exactly. Sorry, just fun thing I heard um, a couple days ago that I just thought it was funny. It's just always just going, ladies, ladies. But it's it's also like you can make so many things creepy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's a, a good point to stop. stop You're creepy, I'm creepy. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs> Boom.
Thanks for listening to the Birdhouse podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, follow me on my Instagram at the Birdhouse Agency and share it to your friends and family or rate it on Apple Podcast or Anchor. My name is Alexander Guler and I will see you at the next episode. Mm-hmm.